So let's get our story straight. Uh, wait, it's, I'm high. Wait, I'm high. No, wait, wait. My friends are in the bathroom, getting higher than the Empire State. What the fuck is that from? It's from uh, We Are Young. Let me get my story straight. I fucking completely forgot. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Fools in Fiction. Uh, This time, the fiction came up from a really weird place. So, uh, as you know, we were... uh... Well, it it didn't come up from a weird place. It came up from a normal place. We're we're in the weird place. Well, okay, that's true. Um, So, we were on our way to Nevada. Um, Is it Nevada or Nevada? I say Nevada. I know some people say Nevada. Um, I know one of them is, like, strictly right. Like, that people native to there get really upset. One of them is strictly right. Well, no. Like, people native to that state uh, are, are like, this is how you say it. I think it's probably Nevada. Okay. Mm, pardon me. Uh, so. Anyway, we're, we're on our way there. Yeah, and so we get a message from the, the Skiffites that they are going to be uh, watching something called Velocipaster. And uh, in their solidarity with us, uh, and in, in thinking that we shouldn't be exiled, they were going to live stream it so we could watch too. So we stopped in Colorado to watch uh, Velocipaster. Yes, with, this, this was this last uh, Monday. Yes. Um, where we are right now is a mystery. Um, but... Where... Yeah. Yeah. Where, where, were you about to be like, no, we told them where we are. And I'm like, no, no it's I was going to make were. a joke about light cones. What are light cones? Light cones are uh, the things that determine the uh, absolute ordering of events in time. Um, so, like, the only thing if we if they know that we were in Colorado last Monday, uh-huh. then that means where we are now is somewhere within the light cone of Colorado last Monday. Oh, which is interesting. A, it's a thing in special relativity. Oh, that's where we cool. can figure out the. Because it was definitely in our past, so therefore we're inside. Uh, oh, uh, of where like light could go. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why we're thinking about it. Okay. Because we can't go faster than light, therefore we're slower distance away than light is. Yeah. Or a less distance away than light would travel in the same way. Wouldn't it be time. a light sphere then? It's a hypersphere. Uh, because the cone is that, in fact, that it expands over time as the light pulse goes out. Oh. So it's like a, a, a cone in four dimensions. Interesting. So when you project it onto a, a like a space time diagram, it looks like a uh, X, or like a space time diagram with a plane as your two okay. spatial axes. It looks like a cone. Interesting, it's like a three cone. But anyway, <laughs> I don't think that tells you where we are. Um, Hopefully, you all can figure out where we were from there. The no, so so uh, to so to to go back to uh, Velocipaster. No, that is fascinating. I I, I don't want to seem like it's not. Um, so we. Our knowledge going into it that was that it was like a bad movie. Um, I don't. But, I don't think that was what we knew, right? Well, we were told it was like Sharknado. Yeah, um, but but Ailish said that she liked it. She said the well, yeah. Story. I mean, like bad movie as in like the genre. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Which like there's like there's so many different things that I could have expected. I was like maybe it's gonna be like The Room or. Uh, Mm-hmm. Is Rocky Horror bad? Yeah, Rocky Horror is a bad movie. Because okay. it's, it's supposed to be. It's like in the same genre. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so, it, it like I expected something like that, and it fucking delivered. It was so crazy it, to watch. It was like Swiss Army Man, but a bad movie. Yeah, like, like it was... It had soul in it. 
like Swiss Army Man was was produced with like a budget and had like big name people on it. Yeah. Uh, this was like if Swiss Army Man was on a budget of like five dollars duct taped together. But like similar like direction. Yeah. So here's the here's the plot according to uh, Brendan Steer on IMDb. After losing his parents, a priest travels to China where he inherits a mysterious ability that allows him to turn into a dinosaur. At first horrified by this new power, a hooker convinces him to use it to fight crime and ninjas. Uh, it's, it's a hooker lawyer doctor. Yes, that's very important. She's oh. a hooker lawyer doctor. Also, the most important thing about Velocipaster is that it tells us that China is in the east. He's standing in the woods and it just says China on this, on like the... Uh, the the big title that comes across the screen and he like looks up from like his hand where he's doing some sort of right hand rule or something he goes china is east and then he is attacked by ninjas it was so goddamn weird um it uh they they do that joke again later in the movie where the hooker uh has been attacked the hooker lawyer doctor excuse me Uh um and she has been attacked, and she's in the hospital, and she, like, whispers into the pastor, like, I'm okay. And then in huge, like, Pulp Fiction font, it's yeah. like, she's okay. And holy shit, that movie is incredible. Um, the the Velociraptor costume is as bad as you <laughs> hope it is. Like, I think I made the is comment it? that they had, like, the costumes in Jurassic Park looked better. And I think Cody said it, like, was only one step above the inflatable dinosaur costume. Yeah, and you don't really get to see a good view of it until, like, the very end at the final <laughs> battle. In the where f- he yells, and then it zooms out, and you can see he's just in this, like... Very inflatable looking kind of costume. It looks like it was made out of paper mache. <laughs> it's like this kind of brown color. It's pretty small. It's not good. Um, <laughs> there's blood everywhere. <laughs> oh my god, there's blood everywhere. Um, um, it's... So, there's not much plot to the movie, interestingly no. enough. Like, um, the, reading the description, it sounds like he's going to, like, spend some time in China. He's there for, like, a, a quick scene. Yeah. And then he's he drives to China, by the way. <laughs> I forgot that... So the opening credits is him in a car, and then it immediately like cuts to him in China. <laughs> and China is very clearly, like, the United States. Yeah, it is, it is 100% a forest, like, in Kentucky. Because, like, so much of this movie takes place in the same... Fo- or, like, seemingly the same forest, even though it's, like, vastly different geographies yeah. in the world. Which reminds me a lot of world of dentists which takes place i, I think i brought that up immediately where i'm like this isn't china this is world of dentists yeah um, it's that same kind of genre of people like holding shaky cameras in the forest making a movie it's it's kind of like um blair witch too yeah i was just thinking that because that movie was did not have a good budget either um and that has become like a very classic horror movie um yeah there's um there's a lot of things that this fits into uh, besides just, like, contemporary meme culture, which I think is the most obvious one. And, and the most obvious instance of that is when the the Velocipastor's parents tragically die at the beginning. He He's screaming and it pans over to the car and it's just, like, text floating in the air that says, like, VFX car on, on fire. I That alone, the audacity of just putting that in that movie almost killed me. But I think the... It, it, it fits into a lot of other things too, like um, something that uh, that Chris had texted us to to to, to inspire about. us to talk about is the the limit or how creating something with limitations 
uh, can lead to very creative results, which I think is just like a, a fairly well-known truth, but this is a really great example of that. Um, and, Do, and, and we were talking a bit about like other examples of it. So like, of course, the Blair Witch, but like Primer is a really good example yeah. of it. Um, because uh, Primer is really carried on its dialogue, which doesn't like necessarily require a lot of money to go into. Um, like, of course, you pay scriptwriters money, but um, I, I don't think that's like as obvious a connection as like uh, effects budgets. Um, yeah, and and I think uh, the the movie is very funny in how it like is cognizant that it doesn't have any money to spend on anything. Um, like it only focuses like there are only a handful of characters, um, and like two of them look identical. Uh, the guy who's performing the exorcism and uh, the yeah. pastor's war buddy. Yeah, several of us thought they were the same person. Yeah, we all thought they were the same person. And then the pastor's war buddy dies in a flashback, and we're like, wait. Um, it's, uh, yeah. Um, shoot, what was I going to say? Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. I, I also think it... Um, what in the fuck? Oh, there's chocolate on my finger. Um, I think it taps into like parody movie a bit um yeah where it's not like explicitly a parody of one thing like Spaceballs or blazing saddles is but like um it has a lot of like very obvious tropes uh and it doesn't try to be clever about them yeah there's the exorcism there's the like spiritual journey to china yeah the, his, like the parents like, dying is yeah like a, you know of course like i'm not saying that parents don't die in the real world but like it was played for laughs on how tropish it is and, and um, that scene was at the very beginning so like it immediately sets the tone yeah and, and then like um they they also play off that where um frankie mermaid uh who is uh, he has the same aura as italian spider-man but evil um yeah he uh he admits in a confessional to uh the pastor what is his name what is the pastor's name i i have oh wait it's like a it's doug isn't it's it doug. yeah it's doug yeah um so he admits to doug in confessional that he's he killed doug's parents and Doug, like, hulks out and his arm turns into a velociraptor arm and kills Frankie Mermaid. Yeah. Uh, spoilers, I guess, for Velocipaster. Um, but, like, it, uh, it, it's just very, it, it doesn't try to be like, no one's ever had these ideas before. Um, so I think, pardon me. yeah, I think that the, uh. The, the plot is not what carries this movie forward. I think it's carried forward on, on two different things. And I, I, I'm interested to see if you agree with me or not. Okay, lay it on me. Uh, one, I think, is the direction. I think it's very intentional. A, a lot of the camera movements, a lot of the um, the way the dialogue works seems very intentional and meant for comedic effect. Um, the best example I think of that is... Uh, I can think of that is the final scene right before he turns into the Velociraptor where he says, um, like, you won't have time to pray yeah or, or like praying won't save your life or something there's that big pause before he says it right before he turns into the velociraptor and you finally see the terrible costume um but i think the other thing is the music the soundtrack of this thing it's it's mostly licensed music yeah um which but, is which is really interesting because you would not expect no yeah a, bu- a budget of ten dollars to be able to afford license but music. every single track on it slaps the there's a sex scene in it and 
not to be too graphic, it's the best sex scene I have ever seen. Like, and, and, and they don't re- like it's not anything like it's, it's not, not very hardcore explicit. porn. No, um, but it's just like the, they like go into split screen. They go into like four panels, and there's all these like very like y- YouTuber esque like light changes <laughs> in the background, and it's just like it's it slaps the it's, soundtrack. Um, I no, I I agree that like that is definitely the best sex scene I've ever seen in like a bad movie. Uh, I I would argue it's the best sex scene I've seen. Period. Because like, Na- name a better sex scene. Name a more iconic sex scene. I'll wait. Like, so to, to like off the top of my head, the one in the room is awful because Tommy Wiseau is having sex with a woman's torso. Well, th- like her th- that's belly awful. button. That's not good. Yeah. Hold on. Chris is paging me from the ether. What does the he say? Sex scene and naked gun. I forget which one. Oh fuck! Yeah. <laughs> okay, that is good. I don't think it's as good as this because, like, in a lot of serious media, like sex scenes, they're like either very tender or they're like very passionate and like very um, uh, hardcore, like uncensored. Stuff. But this one just felt fun. I think. Yeah, it felt like very honest and like, and just like, I don't know, like in that moment. Of of that sex scene, I felt most I think like connected to those characters. Mm-hmm. Whereas the whole rest of the time, they were very like parodyish and very like not well defined characters. The sex scene in Chastity Bites is also a bit like that. Oh, I don't remember it. Um, um well, because the the conceit of that one is that they're two like high school slash college versions. Uh-huh. Um, which is like uh, a a very awkward experience uh, losing your virginity. Uh. So, like, I, I think it was very honest in that they portrayed that it was awkward instead of, like, them being, like, fucking sex monsters. Uh-huh. Um, but I, <laughs> I I just think that, like, the this is a weird thing to focus on, but I, I agree with Finn that, like, it's... Yeah, this is kind of a weird thing to focus on. Sorry about that. But it, it really was, like, like, very effective when you were seeing it. Like, you're like... I don't even know how to describe it. It's just a wonderful sex scene. I, I also, be- like... It was well done enough that I, like, believe these characters as a couple. Yeah. When inherently, yeah. like, before that, it did not work. Um, there was a montage of them, like, getting closer. Um, but I think that that was, like, oh, they're friends now. But, like, somehow in this one sex scene with, like, I forget what song is blaring in the background. It's called, uh, it's called, um, I, it's like, I could do, it's, uh, I... Before, before I could, it's like before I could think or something. Oh, well, it's, it's something like that. Um, Look up the soundtrack. D- do that anyway. It's incredible. Yeah, listeners. But uh, like it, it, it transforms them from like friends to an actual couple in my book. And and like that's the only thing that seems like real, if that makes sense. That like from then on, and therefore when he's like spoilers for near the end at fighting to avenge her like you're totally with him even though he's like explicitly this horribly costumed man in a velociraptor suit mm-hmm. and it's just like that whole clash there is kind of reminiscent of the clash in a in a swiss army man to me yeah it's just like this like this great unrealism with these seemingly i guess in swiss army man the characters seem more realized but in this it's like this one relationship seems realized in Swiss Army Man, Daniel Radcliffe just says thought at the camera 17 times, and it's one of the greatest scenes in cinema history. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, I so a little tangent. I watching that for the first time almost ex- like I had to struggle so hard to contain my laughter. <laughs> I remember it. Scene. I remember it. Um, because that was at the peak of when like thought was a funny word. Um, and it was just so crazy. Um, but uh, to back to Velocipaster, I think that like. I think one of the interesting, so one of the big things I hear whenever I hear about art criticism is like, what is it saying? Is that thing worth saying? And Uh does it say it well? Mm, Pardon me. And like, oddly enough, I don't think Velocipaster says a lot. Yeah, I was trying to think like, is there a message? This is... I, I I certainly didn't pull one out of it. No, I, and I don't think there's like a big me- like it talks a bit about the importance of family or like revenge or like doing something for yourself, but it, not in like it could it could be. Uh, sorry to interrupt. It could no. be a more external message that just like movies should be sillier, yeah. or, or 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 like this genre of movie is worthwhile. Yeah, that's that was my other takeaway. Is that like I think the making of it itself is the message. Yeah. Um, in which case, I'd agree. Like, it it feels very Italian Spider-Man in yeah. that, in that, like, the plot is, uh, is it ancillary to yes. to the concept of the film in general? Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is, like, a really interesting thing, because that turns film criticism on its head, where, like, I think that um, that movie, like, plot-wise, doesn't say anything, and what little it does said, say is, like, maybe not even worth repeating, because it gets said a lot. And because we're so muddied about what it says, I don't think it would qualify as saying it well. But I think it's still a very good movie. Absolutely. It's like, it's, I think it puts a lot of value on spectacle. Yeah. Which is, which could be a statement in in its own. Yeah. Um, I I, I think it's, um, it's not quite like cheesy or campy in the way that like Airplane or movies of that era have spectacle. But um, it's like Kung Fury. Uh, yeah, it's more like committed to a. No, I don't know if that's even true. I was going to say committed to a genre, but I. I think it's committed to a bit. Is it's the committed thing. to a bit, um, and the bit being the Velocipaster. Yeah, and, and like the the fact that he turns into a Velociraptor is like not unimportant. It, it drives the plot, but like it doesn't say anything about him spiritually or anything. No. Like, well, th- th- there's the question he talks about, like if he's a good person given that he killed uh the uh, frankie mermaid yeah and also um the, the um, rapist or whoever it is didn't he kill the uh other guy in church with him oh yeah well that's later he kills he kills uh the father is it Stuart? that that sounds right and and also the guy who no he doesn't kill the guy who does the exorcism but like i the really interesting thing is that uh for me that like the only thing that's important about him being a dinosaur is that it allows him to kill, yeah. which is like, he could do that anyways, theoretically. Um, and there's like this one throwaway line where he's like, dinosaurs aren't even real, which is one of the funniest things I've ever seen, because as a Catholic, like, I, do I believe in dinosaurs? Absolutely. Of course they existed. Do I know people that don't? Yes. Like, those people that are, like, the Earth is 6,000 years old. And, and like, if you, precious viewer, think the Earth is 6,000 years old, I'm sorry. We will make fun of you for a bit here. Um, But, like, 
just being like, oh, I, you know, dinosaurs aren't real, and like, how could I even turn into one in the first place? And like, that's not brought up again. Um, and I think that lends credence to the fact that kind of the the what is it the 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 pieces of the movie don't matter but the movie no. is a gestalt is it's, what matters yeah i think the important thing in this movie or in the creation of this movie is these individual very good pieces and then that there's some sense of flow yeah which which definitely happens due mm-hmm. to the the editing and the direction i think yeah um and like I don't want us to be taken out of context and you think that, like, we think this is worthless. Because I think this is, like, a great movie. Um, I think it's going to be one of those cult classics in, like, 20 years' time, like Donnie Darko is. I hope so. I don't think it'll be like Donnie Darko. Well, I don't think quite like that. But, like, the, I, I, Donnie Darko did not have a huge uh, critical reception, to my understanding. No, yeah. But, um... I think this will definitely have those very devout followers. Uh, I, I wish that there were that it were a little longer, or that there's a sequel. I kind of want this to go on forever. Yeah, but I like. I don't think that's like. I think that's yearning for the concept of it more than like a failing of its own. Uh, if that makes sense, like I it, it. So when you are eating like a fancy meal that has a bunch of courses. Uh, you have, like, an aspertif or a, a amuse-bouche, um, which are both very, like, fancy names for kind of, like, what, what equates to an appetizer. But the purpose of them is to leave you wanting more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, like, that's not a failure of the dish. And I think that that can be mapped onto this. Yeah. Where um, I think this was very much intended to, like, oh, no, no, not no, no, no. feel final. Yeah, th- th- that wasn't me criticizing it, saying that I want more. It was me saying that I like it. Oh, Okay. Um, because I, I I want them whoever directed this to keep on doing it and yeah take, it's and, and to incredible. give us more in this universe because I would love to see I mean it, it doesn't even have to be in this universe just like something just else more of stuff that same this style yeah because I think um I think bad movies as a genre is like somewhat of a dying breed um like I, 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 at, at least in like Hollywood yeah well because like. I'm trying to think of, like, movies that have come out in recent memory that are, like, bad movies. And, like, Kung Fury, but that's only 30 minutes. And it's on um, YouTube. Yeah. Whereas this, as far as I know, was in theaters. Really? I think so. That's crazy. I Wait, that might not be true. But, like, Italian Spider-Man uh, is, uh-huh. is also a bad movie. And, like, even Beer Fest, um, which... Uh, I I will definitely recommend um, is like a bad movie, but you know those are only a couple of ones. Like going back a bit further, you have stuff like Dodgeball and Underdog Story. Um, but I think bad movies are getting supplanted by just like unfunny movies, like yeah. Adam Sandler movies. Um, that's not to say all Adam Sandler movies are bad. I love like uh, Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore, but I think that like. Uh, the Hangover Part Twenty Two is supplanting where Naked Gun was, or stuff like that. Um, so you're thinking we need, we need some more original, yeah stuff, and, and yeah. I, or like even even if it's a just a spiritual successor. Like I think uh, bad com- like like purposely bad movies and bad comedies are like 
so they they are dying out and i hate to see that happen because i love them um and like there are some things that are uh coincidentally bad um but like uh i don't know i i think the only big thing that's been coming out recently is like sharknado um is the only one i can think of that's like really popular and of course you have like the sci-fi movies of like lava spider versus robo shark but like are, are they still coming out i don't know if they're still coming out they like there was a huge boom of them uh in like 2008 ish i think yeah um so yeah, i don't know. know i like i just worry that um like the, the, the movies are getting too generic that that makes me sound like uh like uh, i don't know if generic is the word maybe limited maybe well because also um like i i just think that comedy has become a little bit more uh straightforward or narrow in the mainstream so like i think uh so i i don't know if i've gone on record saying this on the podcast one of my all-time favorite movies uh as a comedy is life of brian I think that movie is side-splittingly funny. Um, I I can't think of like a single part of that movie that I didn't like. Um, I don't think that uh, that movie, or indeed a lot of Monty Python, could be made today because I don't think it's like as mainstream humor, uh, where um, a, lo- a lot of stuff is like, oh, look at these wacky hijinks people get into. Or at least that's what the Hollywood doesn't think is mainstream humor. Yeah. Um, and, and and that's a very interesting thing because like um, with Monty Python, uh, there's like this humor of the absurd, mm-hmm. but not like they don't treat it as absurd. And so like in in some comedies, they'll be like, "How crazy that you got drunk and wrecked this blah 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 blah." And uh, with Monty Python, uh, like their all time best skit is the Argument Office. Or argument clinic. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's it's it's like, just not tied. To, it's like not beholden to the same rules. kind of reality. Yeah, um, and it, so it's like very absurd, but it is grander in scale in its absurdness. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think like uh, what I see a lot is like narrow pockets of absurdity in an otherwise real world. Um, well, I can think of a good counterexample that I think. Okay. Uh, that I think kind of solves the problem that it's like appealing to a wide audience and also has this like <coughs> deep absurdism mm-hmm. in it um and the way it accomplishes that is that the absurdism is uh very very far into the movie okay uh i don't want to talk about it too much because it's much better watched without knowing about this okay. verninator just uploaded a new video <gasps> i'll watch that later it's called so okay i don't think it's part of the one to see you but we Given the situation, we've got a that, that's one of our top words. Um, uh, anyway, this movie is. Uh, um, have I forgotten the name of it? It's called. Um, Sorry to bother you. Oh, um, I have heard of that. Do, I've heard good I mean, things. I haven't don't, seen don't it. say anything, but do you know what happens? No, I don't. Everyone, please watch that movie. Uh, content warning for like extreme body horror. Um, but it doesn't seem like that at all. It's totally not that genre. It's just like a kind of like political comedy. Interesting. Up until then, and then there's just this total like sci-fi like like I have never been as like uh, whiplashed 
from the movie. But anyway, I think the way that that works is that it draws you in, and it's like none of the trailers had this this like very 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 absurd aspect in it. Mm-hmm. And so all the people, like it it, it was successfully marketed to whoever the the larger demographic and then everyone also liked it once the absurd thing happened and that got more people to come into it so so maybe maybe a part of the solution is to kind of mix yeah mix the two but in a way that like stays true to the absurdity and doesn't tie it down because like there's a sharp line in this movie where it becomes like entirely absurd i i think there's um i to like kind of wrap up with like this kind of idea of like i i definitely think that what i've said is not like the be all end all because a lot of this is off the cuff but uh i also worry that like we might fall into a loop that like <coughs> mm, pardon me i a frog in my throat that uh we might go back to making movies like naked gone or whatever and then um you get movies that are just like cookie cutter of that so like have you seen harold and kumar uh no, I haven't. Okay, so um, for for you and the audience, then Harold and Kumar uh, is a series of three movies about basically some dude bros that get stoned and have like wacky adventures. I think all three of them are are uh, pretty funny. I think Harold and Kumar goes to go to Guantanamo Bay is like definitely the weakest. Um, I've heard about their White Castle adventure. White Castle is like was out of the blue. Um, and, and so no one knew really what to expect from that, and it, it turned out to be very funny. And then, um, Go to Guantanamo, I think, was just, like, so... I, I don't know. I don't want to get onto a big rant about that. And then I think a very... or is it a very Harold and Kumar Christmas or something like that? I am. Sure. Um, that's very good. It brings it back full circle. But then it spawned, like... I think the biggest one I can think of is, like, Dude, Where's My Car?, Mm-hmm. Which is oh yeah yeah I know I know not, the phenomenon you're talking not about. a good movie um like in in my opinion at least um like it it follows some of the same beats but like I I don't think it pays much attention to why uh, other stuff was funny I don't know if it's a such a tragedy that uh that movies inspire things that are not as good as them that's fair because those movies existing in the first place like i i, I think it's worth it yeah and then they, they, there is some hope that we get some really uh i don't want to say original but like stuff that really doesn't um this is kind of tying back to an earlier point so i don't know if the segue is perfect but uh i don't know how to finish that sentence maybe you got the gist but examples of this mm-hmm. are uh the new um the new Dark Crystal stuff. Oh, it's so good. It's like, whoa, they brought something back that we thought had died out, and they did it well. Incredibles 2. Incredibles 2. Which was um, a movie fucking 14 years in the making. Uh, also, uh... she Yeah, yeah, she Although I think she falls into... I, I don't think it's doing anything totally new. I don't yeah. know. It's, it's... I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm missing out on stuff in it. Um... The OA, to some extent, is is a new is 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 a very different. I don't know if I want to say new kind of storytelling. Yeah, um, um, and and that's not to say that like I I don't think that paying homage or anything to a genre is a bad thing. I just like my big worry with this and a potential future is like oversaturation. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't know, like I see so few movies, anyways. Um, and like part of the reason for that is because, uh, in my opinion, like it's getting a bit 
like the genres are kind of solidifying right now like uh like superhero big action movies yeah. are are kind of like uh becoming very rigid like i didn't go see infinity war or endgame um partially because i was fucking broke uh but also because i just like was a bit tired of of mcu kind of movies um and like i definitely did not go see justice league did you see uh i must call it italian spider-man did you see uh spider-man spider-verse spider-verse yes uh far from home no um spider-verse was great like we watched that together how dare you ask me if you I've, I've seen it like so many times i can't remember who I've oh seen that's it with. fair apologies um, so th- that's also not in my opinion about superheroing as much as it is coming of age um huh but the, i wonder if those are similar i wonder like i mean it depends um yeah but like it, it wasn't the big you know the most daring crossover in cinema history yeah, that yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of stuff is leaning towards um, um we should that, we should wrap up fairly soon i've got to get going oh okay i i was just gonna end on like that's why i like thor ragnarok mm. is because that movie was just a comedy like sure there were some action sequences but even those were like played for laughs um in the end so i really liked it um thought it was very good uh so I don't know. We rambled on enough about uh, comedy and genres and philosophaster. Yeah. I think I think the moral might be that that, that, that oh my god, stuttering that there is still hope for uh, yes for having a diversity of kinds of movies. I I sure should hope so. Um, um, and I do want to point out I looked it up. Velocipaster was not released in theaters. It was in uh, film festivals. Okay. Um, and then also DVD and streaming. Okay. Um, All right. Before we go, before we go, mm. it's time. For haiku dream interpretation. It has been so long. Here's my haiku dream. You ready? Yes. This was a few days ago. Okay. Inside a tall house, hanging out with grad students, then in Montana. I know that's not much to go off of. Okay. Um, So, so. I might have chosen Montana because I couldn't fit another state into the the syllables. (laughs) Um... So, so you were originally just like in this very tall house and there were just some grad students there you were doing research with or whatever. And then you were like transported to the Midwest is, is what I'm getting from that. I think I, I think I drove there. Oh, okay. It's probably inspired by real life events. Yeah. Then I, I will say, um, uh, I, I will say, uh, takes inspiration from, uh, advent, or what is it, from Adventure at CERN Lab, uh, except larger house. There is only one flaw. What? Was it 675? No. What did, what did the, they do? The flaw is that I did not go to CERN. I went to Fermilab. Fuck! CERN is in like... You're in, in Sweden. You're in right. In Sweden. Um, so I will replace CERN Lab with Fermi. Um, CERN Lab, Fermi. Yeah. Yes. Um, great, great, great. That's solid. You've done it. Okay. What the fuck sound was that? 
I heard that. It was like it was it was it was back in the day when I used to watch like coin magic tutorials on YouTube in 2010. You're right. It was like the kind of sound that you would hear in one of those videos or like some sleight of hand happened, but I'm not sure what. <laughs> um all right. So, we will uh, do the plugs now, I think. Yeah, I forgot. Um, we've got a Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash force and fiction. I added an addendum to a, one of the uh, episodes a few weeks ago. I, I don't remember what it was, but it was a video of someone else talking. Oh, yeah, it was a video of someone talking about the, uh, the villains in, in, uh, in My Hero Academia, I believe. Really? Um, so I, I posted that there, so you can check about that. It was either that or it was... No, I'm sure it was about that. Yeah, it was about Twice, I think, in particular, which is something I intend to watch because I did not... I don't think I have given enough love to Twice. But yeah, so check out our Reddit at reddit.com slash r slash foolsandfiction. Email us at foolsandfiction at gmail.com. Um, you can also find other podcasts on the... Uh, I almost said Godforsaken, but we are the Godforsaken ones. The... Uh, God Blessed. God Blessed Network. Spreaker.com slash user slash PNWM. And just to be clear, that's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Dot com slash user slash pnw I, I want it to be like s p r e e q u e e r yeah um all also, right also leave us a uh, a uh, review and or rating on itunes all right um I, I believe the custom is set goodbye <laughs>